Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. Well, we are rolling through season two, and we are so excited still about Black History Month. And as we continue our celebration of Black History Month, today we are talking about Black businesses and the importance of Black businesses. And I'm so excited to be having this conversation with my bestie and my partner in crime, Miss Lisa Zachary, owner of Papered Wonders. And so today we are talking about the importance of buying Black. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you so much, April. Thank you so much for coming on to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. So, Lisa, why don't you tell our viewers about yourself? Well, I am your best friend. Mm -hmm. My name is Lisa Zachary, and I am the owner, proud owner, of Paper Wonders Incorporated. We've been in business for uh, 20 years full-time. We started the business in 1995. We design beautiful stationery for events, weddings, social events, graduations, etc. Um, and we also do event branding. So we work on uh, corporate events, uh, branding uh, conferences, as well as branding for small businesses. Wow, so actually, how did you get into uh, stationery graphic design? Well, as a child, I was always the person that liked to make their own Valentine's Day cards and I would make my friends birthday cards. And eventually I started making invitations um, just uh, as gifts for my friends that were having like house parties. Um, and then one of my friends, um, I started going to her. Um, she kind of mentored me in the business. Her name is Lauren. And she um, taught me how to use InDesign and Illustrator and Photoshop. And from there, um, I, I, it just took off. I started doing um, all kinds of invitations and um, church programs, uh, offering envelopes, anything that we could get to print on paper, we were doing that um, until I got pregnant with my daughter. Um, and I, at that time, I had a full-time job where I traveled and I decided that, you know, that wasn't gonna work being a single mom. Um, so I took that leap of faith and started Paper Wonders full-time. That's great. So, of course, many people may not know or some may know that um, I have been fortunate to uh, work with you and work alongside with you uh, throughout this 20 year paper journey. Um, and it's been great. But um, when you first began, um, would you say that you were kind of in a niche by yourself being a black female um, stationer? Most definitely. Um, I looked to um, the industry for mentorship. Um, and for people that looked like me that did what I did and there was no one. Mm. Um, so I was 
I would say I was the first mm -hmm. um, black stationaire um, that created custom couture stationery the way that we did okay. um, to the level that we did. Did you find um, that that made the journey difficult? Um, Very. Okay. Um, not being able to find someone that had the same challenges in business um, that I did because of the color of my skin and my gender. Mm -hmm. um, there was no one that I could relate to. Um, so that made the journey very difficult. So what did you do in order to be able to uh, kind of carve your own path? You know, sometimes, you know, that when it's there's someone who kind of have put in the impressions in the sand, right? All you have to do is kind of set your footsteps down in that. But when there is nothing to follow, then, you know, you just mentioned that it was difficult. What did you do then in order to be able to say, well, I'm still going to walk down this road, even though there's really nothing to follow? Well, being who we are, that was where our faith came in mm -hmm. and we had to trust God. Um, we didn't know which direction um, <clears throat> he was going to lead us and, and how difficult that journey was going to be. Um, but I wasn't willing to allow um, my color or my gender keep me from achieving the goals that I knew that God had intended for us. So even though you didn't have um, maybe any other black female stationers to kind of look up to or to even maybe partner with when you first started out. Um, what about just kind of black entrepreneurs in general? Did you have any of those that might have helped to mentor you or to kind of shape you as a, a black female entrepreneur? Well, when I started the business, you know, 20 years ago, mentorship wasn't really a part of our community as strong as it is now. Okay. Um, it wasn't, um, I, I think that we have a hard time trying to help others um, for fear that somebody is going to grow stronger than us. Um, so I, I had to, to imagine that I had mentors. Um, there were people that I, I watched. Um, I think every woman that starts a business at some point in time has aspirations like Oprah. Mm -hmm. um, I, I thought that the way that she handled business was amazing. And it wasn't just her show, but I just liked the way that the, the, the things that happened in the background, the mm -hmm. way she treated her employees, the way she ran her business. The one thing that she still says today that she always signs her own checks. Yeah. Um, and that was very important to me. Mm -hmm. um, and then there were people um, like um, Essence Magazine and Jet Magazine and, and those larger um, black businesses um, that we could, Black Enterprise Magazine, that we could read and you know follow certain people's stories, but there was nobody close enough that we could touch um, that would really sit down with us and give us the ins and out of business. So a lot of the things that I learned were by trial and error. Well, you know, sometimes that may be the best uh, way to learn. <laughs> um, so how, how important would you say is black entrepreneurship, black ownership in our community? It's very important. I mean, I think that it's vitally important to our community um, it, for so many different reasons. One that comes to mind is um, wealth building mm -hmm. in, in our community, um, in personal wealth as well, in, in your own families. Um, and it's also such an opportunity to be able to serve and give back when we can create our own 
um, jobs, when we can create our own businesses, then we can dictate the employees that we hire. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, you know, we have the struggle of, um, especially with black men and, and past mistakes that they have, you know, made or that we have made, not um, judging by any means, Certainly. but um, just saying that I would be willing to give somebody an opportunity that had made past mistakes because I'm the owner of the business as right. opposed to what's happening, you know, in corporate America. Um, so, you know, if you think about it that way, and I think that that's a, a very good point that you bring up. Um, and, you know, we're not definitely saying that we don't support uh, other minority communities. We don't support majority communities um, because, of course, in our industry, in the wedding and events industry, um, we have a lot of different friends and vendors that we support. Um, but if we look at the black community, especially, why do you think even after all of the advances that have been made, um, all the strides that have been made, we continue to find such a lack of support within our own community in supporting black businesses from black patronage? I think one of the, the worst things that we can do is continue to look back and not look forward. Mm -hmm. um, one of the main excuses that most people give is that slavery did to us so many so much damage that it doesn't allow us to grow today for example um the crabs in a bucket situation where you know there were house slaves and there were uh field slaves mm -hmm. and the difference being um some of us think that we're better than others and for whatever reason we can't seem to let go of that mentality mm -hmm. so in doing so in growing the business um or growing businesses in the community, we don't seem to want to reach out. We don't seem to want to help our brothers and sisters to grow because we don't want them to be bigger than us. We don't want them to, to grow. We don't want them to make more money than us and not realizing like in other communities, in the Jewish community, in the Indian community, the more they band together, the more they work together, the, the more money is made in the community and, and that benefits everybody. Right. But we seem to not be able to adjust to, for whatever reason, we want to keep looking back at mistakes that we made as a community back in the day. But how about look back to Black Wall Street mm -hmm. where we did work together, where, right. where we did have a, an entire community of wealthy um, Black businesses banks, grocery stores, you know, supermarkets, uh, tailoring, all kinds of businesses we had then. If we would just learn from what they did as opposed to the crime that was committed when Black Wall Street was um, demolished, mm -hmm. then I think that we could learn how we could better support one another. And I, I also want to make sure that we're not saying that this is a general statement, right. because not every black business is not supportive of others and not every black person in the community is not supportive of black businesses. Right. I mean, we've had the fortunate, um, we, we've been fortunate enough to have clients, especially brides, that have been specific about wanting to only use black businesses for their weddings. And that's mm -hmm. been a, a great thing. And I'm not saying that that's what we should all do, but that would help. Right. But I mean, I definitely think that it's it's not a general statement, but I think that it's fair to say um, it, it could be definitely on a wide scale. Right. Mm -hmm. That um, sometimes more often than not, 
we're not um, often our first source, Sorry. right? Um, or, or it's fair to say that, um, you know, there's a lot of people, uh, people of color don't also, don't always say without question, I'm going to support a black business. Um, and so I think that's the kind of the conversation that we want to have. And, you know, one of the things that I always hear you, you mention is, you know, community over competition. And I think that one of the things that kind of um, disparages people from supporting black businesses because there is such um, there is such a layer of competition between uh, businesses in general, right? But then especially between black businesses, you have people that think that there's just such a small market of consumers. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, every business is fighting for that one particular market of consumers. Um, but in all honesty, um, there's a huge market of consumers. Um, and so, you know, even, even though when you started out, you may have been um, one of a kind. You, I still think your your business offerings are one of a kind. But now, you know, you're definitely not the only black female stationaire, right? So there there are more, um, but there's a market for each of the black female stationaries that are out there, that would you correct. say? Yes, most definitely. Um, and so because of that, um, it's important that people understand that it is better to promote community versus competition. Would you certainly. agree with that? Oh, I certainly do. I certainly do. I think that it's important that as a business, you figure out what your niche is. Mm -hmm. um, and just because this community exists doesn't mean that you are to serve the entire community. Right. So that may be based on style, your vision, the type of person that you like to work with, the type of budget that you like to deal with. I mean, there's so many factors that um, you need to develop in determining who your client is. And in doing that, it will allow you to see when um, Sally, who shops at Target and only likes to spend $5 per invitation, comes to me, I know that she may not be my client, but I know, you know, uh, maybe Jan over here um, services that type of client. So I'm going to refer her to her mm -hmm. so that we can keep the business, you know, in the community. Mm -hmm. But but I think where we go wrong is we look, like you said, that there's, you know, 10 wedding planners and there's only five weddings and everybody's competing for those five weddings when, when that's just not the case. I mean, there's 50,000 weddings. If right. there's, you know, 50,000 planners, everybody can have their own and we would not repeat, mm -hmm. you know, but we got to get past that. Oh, I could have done that. I could have done it better or I would have done it that way. Or how did she get or how did he get that? Um, you know, on our side, spiritually, what God has for you is for you. Right. Nobody can take that away from you. Certainly. So if you operate in that every day, then you don't have to, you know, wonder why you didn't get a, a, a certain client. But if you aren't a believer, mm -hmm. um, you believe in something. So if, if you believe in the power to will yourself to certain things, then, you know, hone in on what it is that you know that you want to do and where you want to be. Keep your blinders on. I think it's important to look left and right to cross the street, 
but I got to keep my vision straight ahead. So I can't keep looking at, you know, what April is doing and what Jamal is doing. And, you know, I got to concentrate on what my vision is that God has given me. Right. I agree with that. And I think that, you know, obviously you're in business to make a profit. We know that because there's day-to-day living, but you know, you mentioned um, wealth and wealth is more than about money, right? Um, So, you know, wealth involves a legacy, uh, you know, wealth involves value, um, wealth involves impact. And um, what would you say that black business owners should do in order to, you know, kind of increase their value in order to extend their longevity in the black culture? Because I think that, if you are a black business owner, if you're a black entrepreneur, that one thing you have to understand is that you're not just doing it for you, right? right? I mean, that there's importance um, with black ownership for the culture, right? right? I mean, we're doing it for the culture. Everything That's we have right. to do is for the culture. But how do we begin as black business owners to really hone in on the, sh- on the importance of increasing our value so that, um, other people will understand why it's important because when you spend your money, what you're doing is investing Mm -hmm. in that business. Um, And so, you know, what message would you send to other business owners about really being able to increase their value? Certainly. I think that's something that you have to work on, on the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, The value that you have for yourself, the value that you have of being a business owner and the value that you have of your business. Um, One of the things that um, you wrote in the welcome that Kennedy gave for our 10th anniversary, she said, um, thank you to everyone who's here that has placed an order with Paper Wonders, because when you placed an order with Paper Wonders, then you not only blessed the business, but you blessed me. Right. So in 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 my business, my, my value has been number one, I have to take care of my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I want to leave a legacy for for my daughter. Not just money, but a legacy where she's proud. So I have to be proud of the business that I do so that if Kennedy decides she wants to take it over or, you know, run the business later, that she has something of value um, and not just another business that, you know, somebody left that she has to figure out what she's going to do with it. I, I think that the value comes in in how we service our clients. Mm -hmm. And that's vitally important. So are we perfect? No. I mean, every business makes mistakes, white or or black or indifferent. Mm -hmm. Our problem as a community is that we seem to fault black businesses more when we make mistakes Mm -hmm. than we do other businesses, which is not fair. Right. Um, But if we continue to p- place value on what we do, I place value in the designs that I um, create for my clients. I also, they reciprocate that value to me when they tell me how they love what I've produced, when they tell me how their guests are so excited about coming to their wedding because they've received this amazing invitation. That gives me more strength, more encouragement to keep doing what I do and placing more value in what I do because people hold what I do sacred. So as a, as a community, 
we have to not just think of this, like you said, as a money-making thing, because that's, that's the first thing that people want to do when they get into running a business. Oh, I'm going to sell masks because that's the thing during the pandemic, or I'm going to print t-shirts because that's the thing during the pandemic. But do you care about the quality of the masks? Do you care about the quality of the shirts? Or are mm -hmm. you just trying to make money? Right. Right. It has to be bigger than that. It Certainly. has to be more than that. Um, because I think that, you know, if we talk about uh, generational wealth, I mean, uh, we don't hope to live in mass all, all of our <laughs> lives. I mean, we hope that one day this pandemic will end. Um, so, you know, if you're just kind of living for the moment, I mean, you know, it's really just a hustle. Right. It's not, it's not really it. a business, That's right? It. Um, so, you know, and I mean, we know our people, they can hustle. We, <laughs> we do know that. And, and I'm not speaking against the hustle because I think there is an art to the hustle, yes. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that we have to begin to think about, you know, definitely wealth building. Um, I think we have to begin to think about, you know, uh, the value that we place. And I think one of the things that you mentioned, one of the things that tends to separate uh, black owned businesses from other business is the level of service. That's right. um, and I think that if we want to really begin to, you know, have excellence in our businesses that we have to return to, you know, excellent service, because you know, that is one thing that people complain about often is that, well, you know, they don't want to support black businesses because they don't feel as if they're getting the same quality of service. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that is definitely a reflection on, you know, the business owner, right? So, um, so you have to want to provide that service. Um, you know, we're celebrating Black History Month um, and we know that we're black every single day of the year, not just in February, <laughs> um, but we do pause during this month in order to allow other people to celebrate us, That's right? right. Um, so how do you think that it's important to kind of celebrate black businesses as a part of our storied black history? Well, I, I think that we should be intentional about what we do this month, since, okay. since exactly what you said, it's not about us celebrating us, it's about them celebrating us. Mm -hmm. So let's give them something to, to celebrate. celebrate. Okay, I like um, that. So one of the things that we decided to do this month is to create this beautiful um, Black History themed gift box. Mm -hmm. And I wanted it to not just be about Paper Wonders, mm -hmm. um, since I actually enjoy supporting other black businesses as well. Um, we created this box with um, some people that we know and some people that we don't, okay. but um, they had been given high recommendations. Um, so we wanted to um, spotlight them. Okay. Um, so there are a few things that we created in the box. Um, one of them being the Sipping on Black Power coffee tea mug. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, the Hopes and Dreams Journal. Mm -hmm. um, and my favorite piece in, in the box is uh, Jesus Every Day, A Fresh Start. Yes. Written by my best friend. Uh, if you haven't gotten this book, you certainly need to put your hands on it. It's a great 30-day devotional. And you can get a fresh start every month. Every day, yes. yes. Our uh, brothers and sisters over at Oda Illustrated uh, created this beautiful illustration of uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, and we put it on a puzzle. Um, so we thought this was a great addition to Black History Month in celebrating our first Black female uh, Vice President. I like that, and this is um, actually something, you know, one of the things that I think is very important that we talked about on the show last week is making sure that your children 
are involved in the celebration of Black History Month. So this is a great family activity, uh, being able to put together a Certainly. puzzle, and it uh, helps to free your mind. So <laughs> that's uh, Kim definitely Kim D and I put together the job. first one, so oh. that, that was a great time. Nice. Um, our, our good friend who keeps us looking amazing on a, on a regular basis, Scooby West Beauty, has some lips included in the box. Awesome. Um, we have uh, Black Girl Tierra's made these amazing uh, masks with um, all kinds of different um, African prints on them. Great quality, um, super nice girl. Didn't know her, but she came highly recommended via social media. So excited about that. Beautiful, beautiful. We have this beautiful um, packaged candle from our friend Kim at Flirty Wick brand candles um and of course everybody's been enjoying candles during this pandemic right um but we wanted to give a a, a little nod to our sister mm -hmm. um so the candle says your mental health is a priority yes it is so we hope that you can uh sit quietly enjoying your devotional right doing some journaling maybe yeah <laughs> doing some journaling we talked about mental health on the show a couple of weeks ago it's so vitally important to be have a strong mental uh, health awareness so very nice certainly one of the things that i have enjoyed um during this pandemic um is sending cards okay. I've, I've been sending cards and notes to my friends um so that people are getting something other than bills in the mail mm -hmm. but you just never know what kind of encouragement people need okay um so we've included some blank note cards um that we designed in this box so that you can share these write a love note to you know your friends your family um just a note of encouragement during this uh time of black history you also could use these to write to someone that is not in the culture yeah um and share some black history facts with them absolutely mm -hmm. and we know that um you know reading and writing is really such a vital part of black history because our people were not taught how to read and write um and so so many of them went against the grain in teaching themselves how to read or write um or they had a benefactor who taught them how to read and write so being able to take advantage um of education and being able to take advantage of the ability to read and write is something that we should never ever ever take for granted right. so um, i love that you're sending cards in this moment and encouraging people to uh, return to something that is really a lost art it form. Is, yes. So I love that. Most definitely. We had a couple more things. Um, our friends over at Honey Bunny Boutique. This is some amazing soap. It's uh, oats and honey. Um, it's a black girl magic business and we wanted to support her during this time. Um, and then right. our friends over at People of Color. I mean, I was amazed to find out that there are quite a few black owned businesses that um, produce nail polish and wow. this is a vegan product um, and it's really beautiful i need to get my nails done you need to get your nails done <laughs> but we decided to include that and i love the, That's the, great. the name of the business is people, people of, of color. color yes um and then so of course creative. we couldn't let you buy without throwing in a t-shirt uh, so uh, there's several shirts that you can choose from and one of them says kamala period yeah. Any questions. And I'm actually wearing so, one of the shirts today. Yes, I'm not sure which one it was. You have women. Uh, women have arrived again. Again. <laughs> women have arrived again, celebrating our first uh, black vice president. Um, and actually, there is an inscription um, on the box, and I'm just going to uh, read it here. 
As we recognize Black History Month, we honor our rich heritage, not just in February, but each and every day. Our legacy is strengthened when our communities understand the beauty and tradition of our ancestors. Each business represented in this box pays tribute to the amazing tapestry we represent as a collective body. We pay homage to the creators, the artists, and the entrepreneurs that have paved the way for Black culture to survive and thrive. As you support Black businesses, you ensure that Black history is not only present, but continues for future generations. So we hope that you will support this lovely Black History theme box, and you can do so by going to paperwonders.com, by checking out Lisa's Instagram page, at paperwonders. And then, of course, we will also list the information on all of our social media outlets. Um, it is so important for us to always, always, always support Black businesses. So I love that you are um, a Black business owner now for 20 years. This is your 20th year in service. Congratulations to you, first of all, for um, not only just owning a business for 20 years, but for um, fighting through what we know have definitely, no doubt, been challenges, um, but for also supporting other Black businesses. So one of the things that you mentioned is that, you know, mentorship wasn't really a thing when you were starting out in businesses. But we know that now um, mentorship has always been important in other fields and other industries. But in business now, mentorship is becoming widely popular. Um, so how is it that you um, help other businesses? And what do you see as your responsibility as a veteran business owner um, to help other businesses, especially black businesses? Well, we started um young grasshoppers as a way to mentor other businesses that are in the creative field. Um, but not everybody can afford to, you know, be in a program, can pay for a mentor. Um, I have, as you know, um, have always been open to assisting anyone that needs help. Um, and I think that it is my responsibility for as long as I've been in the business to share the information that I have, that I know. Um, whether someone is calling me about, you know, how to book a client, how to fire a client, you know, um, how to um, make the numbers work um, for their pricing, um, if they need referrals, do they need an attorney, do they need an accountant, um, do they, whatever they need, um, I'm, I'm always open to that. And I think that we have to be, obviously you have to put some boundaries around that, but I think that we, the, those of us that have been in the business for years, we have a responsibility to the younger generation that's coming along now to make sure that they're going down the straight and narrow path that we had to figure out. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if I know the way, it doesn't mean you have to do it the way I did it, but I can share with you how I did it. And then you can figure it out, you know, right. what, what best works for you then. Right. Um, but I find that a lot of times we don't want to share information for those same reasons that we feel like that's going to make them better than, than us. But for me, I want you to be better than me. Yeah. I, I've, I've done my part and I've, I'm slowly you know, trying to figure my way out of this. Um, so I want to leave those black female stationaires that are coming along um, in a better way than it was when I came in 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And for them to excel and do much greater than I've done. Right, so, well, we appreciate uh, your work. We appreciate 
the footprints in the sand that you're leaving. Um, and we appreciate the legacy that you're building, um, not only for you, but for your daughter and for those that we know are no doubt watching uh, you. And we appreciate this beautiful Black History theme box. Um, but just your creativity, your openness. Um, I know firsthand, uh, definitely, that you are always willing to support black businesses and that you put your money where your mouth is. And I think that that's very important because you definitely have a lot of people who uh, talk the talk, but are not willing necessarily to walk the walk. And so we thank you for all that you have done um, in regards to black entrepreneurship. We wish you well in this 20th year of service. Uh, we wish you well as you continue to grow. Um, and we, you know, we don't know what God has in store for you, but we do know with him at the helm that it can only be great things. And so um, it's been our mantra to say that the best is yet to come. And so we believe even for you that the best is yet to come and we appreciate you lisa uh, stopping by confessions convictions and conversations and let me just say this all of my beautiful branding uh all of my wonderful graphics all of it comes from my best friend and so i am so grateful to you uh for your support for your tangible support for the graphics and the branding and the late night design hours and all of that but i am more uh grateful for the intangible support that you lend to me uh as we've started the podcast so i'm so grateful for that um, and you know I am actually a recipient of uh, some of the mentorship um, as I started out on this podcast journey you know it's like don't do this but do this <laughs> so all of that um, and and so you know sometimes I think that what uh, business owners don't understand is you don't necessarily have to be in the same field the same market in That's order right. to get that uh, that cheering on, that support, um, because you're definitely not um, a podcaster. You're not on TV or anything like that. But there have been some vital pieces of information that you have certainly lent me that have helped. So I say to you, if you are a business owner, um, first of all, keep pushing if you know God is giving you the vision. Um, and then find a resource that you can use, um, that you can tap into in order to make sure that you're definitely on the roads uh, to reach your highest potential and support black business. Yes, support black yes, businesses. We can't yes, say it enough. Yes, support yes. black businesses. <laughs> hey, for every single thing that you need, there is a black business out it there. Is. So support that black business. And as Lisa said, people mess up, you know, they make mistakes. And so don't discard them just because they've made a mistake, but try to help them grow. Exactly. Um, and so that's what we want Deep to do. And not just in black uh, February for Black History Month, but all year long, 365 days of the year. So thank you again, Lisa. We appreciate you You're for welcome. stopping by Confessions, Convictions and Conversations. And thank you to all of my viewers and my listeners. We appreciate you. Make sure that you tune in next week, same time, same place. But before you go, let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for the people in my army and thank you for my best friend, Lisa. Help us to continue to grow and help us always be able to see you and to support our people. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, any time is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.